Once upon a time, a small town boy from the south traveled across the ocean to the island of love called Cyprus. He grew into a fine young man on a mission to preach the gospel to the whole world. Then, one day, when he least expected it, he met a Polish girl. Risking it all, he asked her out on a church date. It didn't take long before they fell in love and lived happily ever after. Hold on, I missed the best part. They had a son, later diagnosed with autism, which changed everything. Then two years later, they welcomed a little girl with a heart of gold and a will of iron. They were missionaries and autism parents trying to keep the faith in sanity. Each week, they'll share their journey of love, faith, hope, special needs parenting, and everything else in between. Here is The Preacher and the Polish Girl. Happy New, New Year. Year! How was it for you? Were you watching football like me, or were your eyes on the ball dropping in Times Square? Or was it a snooze fest? And how about those New Year's resolutions? Have you made your list? Or have you ditched your list? And why are so many facing the New Year under such a cloud of stress, anxiety, and uncertainty? We'll discuss it all in today's episode. So. Christmas went great, didn't it? Oh, yes, it did. Michael was calm. He had all the loved ones together, which is his happy place. What was the best part? Other than the family, I would have to say the food. No, the, the family is the main thing. Yes, that's it, what I said. Other than family, it was the food. Okay. Polish food. My pierogies. And then American breakfast. And actually, it was like Mediterranean breakfast. It was kind Brunch. of all over. It was all over, <laughs> all the, place. over the place. This is what happens when you live overseas for a long part of your life, and you're picking a, up all the cultural benefits. Yes, we had Polish Christmas, we had Mediterranean Christmas, we had American Christmas. It was wonderful. And then, of course, now as we record, we're sitting in springtime weather. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like that during Christmas, was it? In fact, it was record temperatures. Christmas Eve was in the single digits. True. It was freezing cold. My goodness, we had to bring our animals in. I mean, Bonnie stays indoors anyway, but our explorer cat, Christoph, was, bless his heart, he yes. had to stay in the bathroom all this time. Yes, and that led to a great night of sleep for everybody, <laughs> crying all night. The thing about South Carolina that I'm still getting used to, and I haven't really experienced this since my childhood, is the fact that if you don't like the weather in the morning, wait an hour and you'll probably find some type of weather that you'll enjoy because you literally can have all four seasons in one day. It's That's a very true. strange, unique place in that regard. That's the South for you. So on to these New Year's resolutions. Mm. Do you think they're important? Do you think they're valid? Do you think we should make them? We should make them. I think we should make some resolutions, or perhaps we should focus on repentance. I agree. And I have to put my preacher's hat on for that one, because I believe that repentance is more important than resolutions. In other words... How is that? Well, God gives us the strength, and He gives us the wisdom to repent. Through the Holy Spirit, He convicts us of right and wrong. Sure. And that is something that we do on a daily basis, regardless of whether it's 2021, 2022, or 2023. Mm -hmm. So like the old political figures used to say, 
I think it was one of the the famous communists. I don't want to give him any advertisement, but he said something like, treaties are like pie crusts made to be broken. And that's kind of how I see New Year's resolutions. I think we put so much pressure, so much emphasis on the change of that year Mm -hmm. that we lose sight of the fact that those resolutions are just simply daily decisions to be the best version of ourselves with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ's help. Right. I mean, a lot of people put their health and fitness resolutions. We can see in the gym, the gym is packed with so-called New Year's resolutioners, Mm -hmm. as I call them. (laughs) Yes. And then we have the, may the diets begin. So I have a lot of people who ask me about the diets. And I don't like the word diet because, again, it's like the resolutions. You make a diet and it's like a program. It's like something. Pressure, pressure. Pressure, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, that's why I like to call it an eating plan because it's the diet already has this burden on it. Can you think of a resolution that you've made or something that you've kind of set as a goal this year? I want to be a better mom. I want to be walking closer to the Lord. I want to be a better wife. I want to be a better teacher. Now the homeschooling adventure begins, and uh, that's not easy. And I, too, want to be a better dad, a better husband, a better pastor, a better right. teacher, right? a better dad. I want to be healthier. To both. Mm-hmm. And I want to continue my health journey. I took, let's see, what was it, about 16 years, not 16 months, not 16 days, (laughs) about 16 years break from the gym. Uh, About a year and a half ago, I started going back. And so it's become part of my daily routine. Mm -hmm. And that's not really a resolution. That is kind of just a daily resolve. It's a decision I made for myself, but I also want the family. For the family. And not that the girls are any less important, but knowing that I have to be Michael's protector, defender for the rest of his life and certainly the rest of my life. Guardian. Yes, I have to be in the Top best shape. Yeah, the best shape that I can possibly be. Plus mama gets benefits. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I, I will say, the health journey that I that I've been on, particularly with going to the gym and trying to get back in shape. It has been fueled, Mama Bear, Mm. by your care, by your instruction, by your Trinity Natural School of Medicine Mm. input, by the things you've learned. Uh, That is what has fueled it. Because I'm eating healthier thanks to you and thanks to what you've learned and thanks to what you have brought to the table, literally Mm. to the table, uh, organic, non-GMO food. Literally. That it has given me more fuel uh, to actually get up in the morning and and get out there. That was always the hardest part is just getting out of bed or feeling, you know, we have to get out of bed every day. We usually get up very, very early, uh, but it's just how you get out of bed. Do you get out of bed? Singing? No. (laughs) But... You know, without feeling lethargic, without feeling a little bit, you know, with a headache, without feeling groggy. And the more I kind of pursue your eating plans that you put in place for Mm -hmm. us, uh, I find the mornings get easier and I can tackle the gym more readily. And it becomes a routine. The more we practice, the more it becomes a habit. Um, That's what we are doing. We're preparing the food for the week or for a few days at least. And then it's not a hassle to actually go to the fridge and pick something healthy. I think you have just given a new buzzword for the new year. Oh, tell me. Everyone's talking about resolutions, but Uh I like what you just said. What did I say? Routine. Ah. So as far as Ula's concerned... I think routine is a better word than resolution. Let it become a routine rather than just a lofty goal at the beginning of the year. Mm. 
And then to put the preacher hat back on just briefly, mm. not resolution, but repentance, meaning as a child of God, as a follower of Jesus, it's our duty, but it's also something that is, it comes from the inside because we have the evidence of the Holy Spirit living inside us. So it gives us this desire uh, to repent, to keep a clean account, to keep a short account with God. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, husbands and wives want to keep a short account with one another. You know, the old saying, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. You know, don't go to now bed. No, I, I can't stop by singing the melody to this. Yeah, but... Mm. <laughs> or, or don't go to bed angry. You know, try to repent with your... I still your... can't stop. I still hear the melody. <laughs> don't let the sun... Yeah, no, it's a different song. Different song. <laughs> um, but it, it's... Repent yes, from the secular yes, music. Yes, yes. What I'm trying to say is, just like we... Keep a close and keep a short account of wrongdoing with our partners, with our children. You know? mm-hmm. If you've had a rough day and you've kind of barked at everyone you love, don't go it to happens. sleep that way. Get that cleaned up. And even more important, keep a, a short account, a clean account with, with your Savior, with God, and that will impact the, the rest of your decisions. Yes, right. all the relationships. Mm-hmm. You're right. Talking about routines, mm-hmm. you know, our routine, and I'm sure many families with special needs children or family members, their routine was disrupted by holiday break. Oh, man. And then, of course, everything, the sickness... Let's talk about the stress related to the New Year's and the holiday season and everything else. You know, I said I said something yesterday. I was talking to one of our church members, mm-hmm. and I said it casually, just kind of joking. You know, having an autistic individual in your life as your as, as a child, that there's a lot of talk about routines. Like autistic individuals, they're not interested in resolutions. They're interested in routines. Yeah, they thrive on routines. And Michael, I think, enjoyed his routines in Cyprus. And Absolutely. we basically have done everything <laughs> that <laughs> you're not, not supposed to. <laughs> yeah, that you're not supposed to do with an, you know, we moved him across the world and then he got settled there and then we've moved to my home state about three years ago. From North Carolina to South Carolina. And so officially we've done everything wrong as far as keeping him in a routine. Changing school. Yes. And then COVID happened and uh we had to homeschool and virtual learning and everything else that was but again it happened it didn't happen just to us it happened to everyone correct but people on the spectrum really really struggle with changes in routine yes however i say from our own experience even though it was painful and maybe very stressful to michael and to Mm -hmm. us for the last six years yes changing the routines actually strengthened him and prepared him for reality because we don't want to keep him in the bubble Mm-mm. and change the world to feed him. We want to prepare him to live in the world yes. that's not a bubble. And that is a different philosophy of dealing and, and helping autistic individuals cope is whether you prepare the world for them or them for the world. Actually, the ideal would be to prepare both. So sure. the world would be more accommodating. That's why we are raising awareness and acceptance and also showing the rest of the world how to help individual on the spectrum to get more comfortable living in the real world? Yes. I don't have any regrets about where we are now. I am very grateful, very honored to be where I'm at. But I'm just saying it it certainly wasn't easy. And you start, you kind of get a a close-up view of of how those routines can really stress out an autistic individual around the holidays. 
because you have obviously the places where you go for care are closed for the holidays. Therapy Uh, centers. The therapy Mm -hmm. centers. Our regular chiropractic adjustments. Yes. Everybody's on holiday. Everyone's in holiday mode. And of course, an autistic individual like Michael, he gets so accustomed to those routines that it's difficult to say, hey, why aren't we going to the chiropractor now? Why aren't we going to the therapist now? Why aren't we doing this and that and the other? But I think because he's experienced quite a bit of change, I think our boy has become a lot more resilient. Oh, yes. He copes much better with the change. Actually, I started back in Cyprus when we were still on the mission field. I started changing, um, rearranging his furniture. Remember, Mm -hmm. it was a big deal. If mom and dad would change, rearrange their living room, he would have a meltdown. Mm -hmm. And the same, I would be rearranging his furniture because I wanted to have a fresher look and Mm -hmm. whatever. And he didn't like that. He would put the furniture back as it was. But I would be insisting on making those changes and eventually he accepted the change. Because you knew it would help him. Yes. The same going to mom and dad's from our house. We would travel the same route every Mm -hmm. time. But then one day it was roadworks or something. Usual road was closed. Mm -hmm. We had to take another route. Uh And he did not like that. He had a meltdown. But again, that gave me an idea that we should maybe try different routes and going in those back roads, trying different ways to show him that it's okay to go different way as long as we get to the destination. Yes, there's more than one way to get there. And I would say to any families that have children on the spectrum, we have found, I think, unique ways of securing our home. We found unique ways of preparing Michael for airline travel or even for road trip travel. And we're probably going to do a podcast or we're going to do an episode on that at some point. Practical. Yes. Help. Mm -hmm. But if you are in a position now where you're about to travel, maybe you're about to fly for the first time, maybe you're about to move overseas, maybe you're going to stay in a hotel, simple like that. We have found a lot of things that work, and we've learned about a few things that don't work. So you can ask us any questions you want in the comments, and we'd be happy to contact you directly and give you some pointers on what works for us and, sadly, what hasn't. But yeah, sure. One of the things that people who don't have an autistic individual in their lives, like an immediate family member, like a child, mm-hmm. is the fact that you have to, well, at least in Michael's case, who has had escape tendencies in the past and he has come a long way. Yes. Is that you do live in a soft prison. Oh, yes. Now, I mention that only because during the holidays, you get a lot more visitors. Mm-hmm. You get people who want to quickly pop out and get something from their car mm-hmm. or, or go and pick up something pick up something from the store mm-hmm. or even kids want to play outside because yes. it's you know it's fun play with the animals and you feel a little bit like a prison warden because it's strange for them it's not strange for us of yes. course we're used to it but it's strange for them to have go to the door and the door is locked <laughs> yeah every and every exit every entry have, you have to have a warden with a yes. key to unlock the door and then open the door for them i mean mom and dad already have their set of keys We have each of us. That's why on the pictures you often see Mark wearing this uh, leash, the keychain. The keychain leash, yes. Uh, With all the keys because that's exactly, that's our life. We have to lock our bathroom because that's where we keep some Medicine. medicine and different things. And we don't want Michael to get into it because he used to suffer a lot more than now. Mm-hmm. But he still has tendency for pica, which is condition uh, causing eating non-food items like clay, Play-Doh, toothpaste, soap, stuff that can actually harm him if yes. he ingests it. So we keep it all locked away and uh, we lock rooms or when mom and dad comes. Because with he's their a medicine. curious George. He's yeah, a he curious is, George. He is. And uh, we just want to keep it safe. So we have tons of keys 
And of course, our Vivian, she wants some privacy, so she locks her room when she's not there, so Michael doesn't get into her stuff, and that's fine. Because he is a full-time big brother. He is. He will <laughs> happily overpower her. Yes. <laughs> and take her candy or take whatever, and, and, he's, and he's very fast. Like, yes. he can grab something and he'll be gone in seconds. And now he's uh, he's like a little golem from Lord of the Rings. When you try to get any candy, like Michael Share, he yeah, to be, can I have a piece, Michael? And it's, and, no, my no precious. Way. Yes, very possessive. Yes. Michael doesn't share food. We yes. have to learn that. <laughs> One of the reasons we bring up the holidays, as far as coping with a with an autistic individual or getting accustomed to their unique habits or quirks, Routines. is the fact when you have visitors over. Mm-hmm. They are not prepared for Michael maybe snatching something from their plate. Yes. Uh, or uh, leaving the plopping purse Plopping himself, plopping himself in their on lap. Them. Yes. <laughs> or just digging in their pocketbooks. Yes, yeah. that's so, what I mean. Like uh, when your sister left the pocketbook yes. on the chair, just, you know, that's what people do. Uh, not in this house. Yes. No, if you bring your pocketbook, you want it... To be kept safely in another room, which is locked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or keep the pocketbook close to your side so you you know that uh, the Curious George doesn't just go in and check if there is any candy. But you know, this new year, like all new years, I think it's probably a little more stressful, or certainly as equally as stressful as uh, the new year of 2021. Yes, I believe And so. certainly 2022 was, because we're still sort of under a cloud of anxiety, a lot of people are battling depression. A lot of people lost their jobs mm-hmm. and basically everything, life savings, health, loved ones, they are grieving. They are also dealing, like you said, with depression. And yes, definitely there is not less stress, but a lot more stress. So we find, as certainly as people of faith, as followers of Jesus, uh, that resolutions, sure, but more so little decisions, little moments. Sometimes it's minute-by-minute help. It's hour-by-hour. Focus on the day. Focus on the day that God has given you and ask Him for wisdom and strength to make good decisions throughout the day. And just do that every day. Rather than have that long list of pressure, I've got to achieve this, I've got to achieve that. Sure, you can make them, but it's really about those daily routines, those little decisions. It's keeping that close account with him, keeping your loved ones close, not letting the sun go down on your wrath. I think I've already said what the solution to the anxiety is. Do you have anything more to add? What do you think is the solution to the anxiety for other families on the spectrum, maybe families that are just now getting their diagnosis, they're just now starting to notice differences in their children. Maybe they've had a family get together over Christmas and they've noticed that their toddler is, is different. a little different from the other toddlers, maybe a little different maybe from their cousins. the child is lining up toys rather than playing with them appropriately. Maybe their child, like Michael, would pick up a car and just spin the wheel for minutes or hours at a time. Or maybe they're not responding to their name. Mm-hmm. Or it's a struggle to, to get attention to get their attention, and yet you've noticed their cousins or their friends in the same age group seem a little bit further along. Mm-hmm. Listen, I know that can cause a lot of stress and it can cause a lot of anxiety, mm-hmm. but it's love that's going to make the difference, and it's love that's going to make the biggest impact. It and takes a village to raise a child mm-hmm. on the spectrum, yes, or any child really, but especially with special needs, you really need to find a group of friends or family that will support you. You need to find people who are on the same boat as you. 
and who can share their experience so you don't make the same mistakes. You can learn from someone else's mistakes. I wish I had known stuff that I know now and have someone who would lead me and guide me and not to find resources by myself. That's why we want to help those families who are struggling like we did, but without all the extra anxiety of trying to find the right sources. It's a big part of why we're doing this podcast is to help other families of faith or families who don't share the Christian faith that we have, Mm -hmm. uh, but still need answers. We want you to know that there is hope. We strongly encourage you to see your child's practitioner as soon as possible when you Mm -hmm. notice those changes because early intervention is absolutely key. And then you can begin to make decisions and carefully decide about some dietary changes that that may improve drastically uh, improve drastically improves some of those characteristics mm-hmm. and certainly help the child's well-being and sleep patterns. We're going to cover that in another episode in more detail. This episode was focused mainly on the New Year's resolutions, repentance, and stress. And routines as opposed to resolutions. Right. And repentance as opposed to resolutions. And I like that. And I would, just as a final word, I would say to anybody who's listening who, maybe you're at the beginning of the diagnosis, maybe you are just now beginning the journey of learning about your child's diagnosis, I assure you, you're not alone. Most of all, there's there's a God in heaven who cares. But the Preacher and the Polish Lady Podcast, we care. Polish girl. You're right. We care. God cares most of all. And you are certainly not alone because there's a lot of families that are also affected. So that may have kind of feel like a cloud coming into the new year. New diagnosis, fresh diagnosis, but we're here to try to be a friend to you. Absolutely. Amen. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.